welcome to Sock Lives. I am here as is Anthony Howell. Hello, Anthony. Hey. Hey, what's up? All right, you know, from now on, forget that. I say that you should have a signature. Just say right. hello. I'm just trying a few different things out, see what yeah, works. Yeah, and not one of them has worked. Ah, well, you know, you got you to strike gold eventually. You know the definition of insanity. Well, it's different every time, so that doesn't really apply. No, it's the same every time with slight spirit. variations. The spirit is the same, but the uh, product is different. Well, the product is always bad, so it is somewhat the same. All right. Okay, then. Uh, so so I, I was driving downtown today, downtown Toronto. Yeah. You know, living where I live, in the, the peaceful pastoral setting that I'm living in. New uh, Asgard, as I call it. Yeah, New Asgard. It's, you should see what happened to my old Asgard. I was going to say, <laughs> what happened to the old one? Yeah. All Obviously right. didn't work. Uh, I'm spoiled up here because right. traffic is not traffic. But yeah. driving in Toronto, there are more morons there than, uh, first of all, pedestrians are morons. They, Cyclists they, are morons. It's, it's your Everybody's... job. To, to, to watch out for them. That oh, absolutely. Supposed to watch out for you. No. I'm I'm I've got the car. You watch right. out for me. Yeah. They walk with their hand face down their phone, and they make it like you know it's everyone else's responsibility to watch out for their safety rather than them looking out for their own safety. And then there's got to be yeah, yeah there's got to be some kind of a social contract that uh, should be at play here. I, I, social contracts have gone out the window. They've been destroyed. They've been invalidated. There are no social contracts anymore. The, the, the idea, the things that bound us together through common courtesy out the window. That doesn't yep. exist anymore. Common courtesy is uncommon. And this is coming from me, who is not exactly the most courteous soul in the world. Well, the problem I have with uh, pedestrians and more, more so the cyclists is that they want it both ways. They want to have their bike lanes. They want to have the right of way. But then they decide to pick and choose when they're going to acknowledge stop signs and when they're going to acknowledge that there are other people in the world. I mean, how many times have I had to slam on the brakes because they want to behave like a pedestrian and a vehicle at the same time? So you got to keep your head on a swivel to make sure you don't run over these cocksuckers. And I really just, it drives me nuts, but it's always relative. If I'm on a bike, I'm 100% into just riding my bike, but I try to use the stop signs. Even if there's nobody around, I'll still stop at a stop sign because technically, just because I'm the engine doesn't make it any less of a vehicle. Okay, but if there's nobody there, I agreed with you up to that point. If there's nobody there, slow down, look, but don't stop. Well, what's okay, slow down and look, but what's wrong with getting into the good habit of uh, stopping? Because if I just were to blow through stop signs all the time, I might forget when it counts. Yeah, but the thing is, you're supposed to be able to divine the difference between being in traffic and there being no traffic. The, you know, it's not like your brain is unable. Well, I don't know about your brain, but it's not like your brain is unable to tell the difference between, hey, there are other cars and hey, there are no other cars. You should be able to. It's a fairly fundamental difference in your environment. I mean, just a little bit of acknowledgement that there are other people on the roads and this not not this sort of smug sentiment i, I call it oh, i call I it the cyclists. tour de, you call the it people what? i just call i call it the tour de france section of the cycling world these people who dress up like they're on 
the Tour de France with their, with their bike pseudo shorts. sponsorship T-shirts and they're yeah they're all dre- I think Robin Williams said it best they dress up like sperm where they're wearing the tightest possible <laughs> outfits to reduce their wind resistance as if it's not just you're just you're just riding your bike around I mean no one's keeping track of it so does it really need to be the performance level outfit like apparently you're some kind know. of like you're above everybody it's like from, well the, I, I hate cyclists now yeah. i understand there are some people who can't afford transit and can't afford a car and therefore for them using a bicycle is the only means to get around i'm and not talking some, about i have some yeah. sympathy for that but i hate cyclists if it's they, your only mode of conveyance but i'm talking about the guys riding the five thousand dollar carbon fiber Cervellos that yeah, think those that they're those think they're hot shit and they those wear those guys. stupid fucking clip in shoes clipping around. I hate them. acting like I yeah. hate them. I wish to well, do violence to them most well, of the we, time. Because I don't. It's not that I hate them as people. I just hate. Oh, the, I know. I hate them as people. I don't know them as people generally. I don't they have don't, to. I hate them right. anyway. Okay. Just the <laughs> I, I, the choices they have made to uh, yeah. get an expensive bike and ride right. around downtown making themselves moving hazards for in vehicles, groups. for real in, vehicles. In, in big groups, usually, you find them. No, I find them individually. individually I, I mean, the thing about them individually is like, it's like when the gazelle is left behind by the pack, it's easier to pick off. Right. Um, but they, uh, and I'd rather have more of them because in, in my side view mirror, you can detect when there's a whole bunch of cyclists Sometimes yeah. when there's one, it's very hard to tell. Yeah. And they drive around like they're superior because they're saving the earth while we're poisoning it. Yeah, and they... And they Their noses in the air, those oh, snots. Yeah. It's smug. idiot stupid biker shorts. And I those know. biker caps they wear yeah, backwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah I hate yeah, yeah. these people. Oh, I hate their yeah. guts. Agreed. We found something. Well, here's we another thing I we hate. we both agree on. That's Talking nice. about motor, motoring around. I'm going to this McDonald's drive through <clears throat> And yep. it's one of these these drive-throughs that's badly badly designed so oh, no. that if if the line gets too long, you wind up blocking the other lanes of traffic coming right. in and out of the mall, the Aha. strip mall. Oh, I see. So I'm, in order to not block the lanes of traffic, I'm sitting there. I'm the next car to go in, making a right to go into the the drive-through, and then sure. another car pulls up facing me, and it has to make a left to go in. Well, it's my turn to go in. Right. And this yep. guy just floors it. Oh, and you cuts got me off. You got you got cut. That's funny. He cut me off, and in the back of his his uh, SUV. Yeah. Of course, it was an SUV. In the back oh. of his SUV. Does he have He's the... got stickers of his. You know those things with the stick figures of their family. Okay. And things saying, um, "Always remember to be humble." Oh, okay. And so uh, I walk just with a... Jesus. And wow. Saying, well, no, you don't walk with Jesus. You drive like an asshole. Yeah. And I like that's when you have to determine what do you do? Like, do you go up and tap on his, his window and start, a, start an not. argument? Absolutely not. Um, or because you, you never know these days. Used to be years ago. They weren't carrying anything. Now you never know. Um, well, now with the uh, with the explosion of mixed martial arts, you don't know what you're getting. No, you could get you could get somebody who knows jujitsu who could put you in some sort of a. Uh, this wasn't kuma, Bruce Lee. The kumite. You don't know. Not Chuck Norris. You don't know. That's what I mean. Those are the are those are the archetypes from back in the day, or the stereo, the, the 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 two or three guys we know who could do that. Now everybody's into it. Muay Thai, mixed martial arts, 
jujitsu. People Just do that people shit. People are now. into it. Doesn't mean they know what they're doing. Hey, you don't like you said. Maybe there's something in the car. Maybe there's not. Maybe the guy's a weapon. Uh, okay. That that wasn't going through my head. The aggressive behavior of I cutting I you off fits was, the narrative. I was being cut off by Jean Claude Van Damme. All right, so that wasn't going through my head. Have you seen um, the the trailer for that uh, documentary, or I guess biopic, whatever it is that Val Kilmer is making? About who? Himself. Val Kilmer is making. How did we go from so, Jean Claude Van Damme to to Val Kilmer? And I haven't I don't finished know, my sort story. Of in the same vein of okay, sorry. Back to the drive-through. So I'm honking them, just honking them, because <laughs> I I want to be annoying. But then there's other drivers there, and I'm annoying them too. Right. So I'm waiting for this guy to open his window so I can <laughs> yell something out my window to him. Yeah. And then I was thinking, how high is that window? Could I urinate inside his window? <laughs> like you'd have to get a pretty tall. You talk, talk about the golden arches. Arc. Yeah, talk about golden the golden arches, arches. Indeed. I'd, I'd need a good arc to uh, <laughs> urinate inside his car. If I, you know, if I stood up on the, the sign, the raised yeah. sign, the concrete that the sign is on, right. I could probably get a good arc. As you mean the menu? You're going you're gonna to stand on the menu? I'm going to stand on the, the, the concrete that holds the menu. <laughs> and I, I was thinking about urinating in his car. Let, yeah. him, let him walk with Jesus with that one. Yeah. Be humble. It'll keep what, you humble when someone's urinating on you. I love the hypocrisy of the be humble bumper sticker and the aggressive douchebag behavior. That's, uh, that's all too common nowadays, wouldn't you say? So what I did was when uh, I was behind him in line, I just kept honking. Mm. Um, which so I, maybe I, I know was... annoyed. I could see his head in the, in the mirror, like through the windshield. Mouth breather? His, his getting pissed off. Oh, but he had he had kids in the car. Wow. And I'm thinking this is a wonderful example to set for your children. Mr. Right. Walks with Jesus. Be humble. Do you he's think lucky. it was? <laughs> do you think they were didn't... screaming that they wanted fries? And he's like, ah, fuck it. I'm I'm for this guy. He bought ice cream. Oh, well, they wanted ice cream. Kids wanted ice cream. Well, you know what? You show kids proper courtesy. You show them how to treat other people. You don't run and get them an ice cream and cut somebody off. So uh, he's lucky that uh, he didn't have a, a urine-soaked shirt uh, as a result of what he did. He's just lucky. Dodge the bullet there, to, buddy. If I would have been able to pull around him and take off very quickly, you I probably would have done it. But, you know, you're hemmed in in a drive-thru. Of course. Yeah, All right, this, so yeah. what other topics are we going to talk about today? Today's a shorter show than usual, though I should mention go to newmusicnation.ca. Yeah. Um, you'll click over to the YouTube channel there, and you'll find... The videos, the, the new shows, you got uh, your uh, your video flow with Robbie Stevenson, got my Yo Canada, all Canadian artists. We got uh, uh, rap uh, uh, Rhapsody with uh, London, Ontario rapper Someone um, hosting that one and curating that one. We got the Punk Project with uh, veteran punker uh, John Tard, who curated that uh, those videos. And uh, are name you kidding? The name choice doesn't really hold up over time, does it? Well, it didn't age well. Not his real name. I was wondering what you were thinking on that call. Jesus. If we're... That's, that's his stage name. And but I he's actually looked, band up, called the... on, I looked yeah. on Facebook. There are people actually named John Tard. That's not his real... But he's part of a band called the Three Tards. Yes. Which is like they're still together. So fucking offensive nowadays. But I guess we'll see what happens. If there's backlash, at least it'll be it's good, good complicity. Yeah. It's punk. I thought about it and I thought, this is punk. Punk does, punk, I mean, there's, 
punk bands named the Dead Kennedys, the Day Glow Abortions. There's there's all kinds of punk is famous for having f- offensive names. Uh, so I thought, what the hell? Um, and this guy's not a hateful guy at all. Doesn't seem like it. No, he's not. He's not. He's fairly progressive. But this is the name that they've gone for, gone with for twenty plus years. This is Can't his ask brand, him to go change it? his stage name now. I guess no. It would uh, it would be bowing to. Uh... And Tard is an actual last name. Real people have that last name. I imagine they probably had a tough time in elementary school. Well, especially uh, if their first name was like Reggie or something. Yeah. Um, now it looks like it's we're off to a pretty good start here. I mean, we're up to what twenty three hundred subscribers already, and it's not even the first week. That's pretty decent. Not even the first week. We got uh, we're just under thirty thousand views. Yeah, total for the channel, which is nice. Let's see. Which about. is which is good. Oh no, I we've mean, hit thirty thousand. I'm looking at it now. Almost thirty one. Almost thirty one. Okay, yeah. I haven't checked it all day. I'm looking um, at it right now. So it's uh, it's building. Right. And people are enjoying it, and they're loving. The, the comments are very much. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize how much I missed this. Yeah. Um, you know how much they enjoy it, how much they enjoy discovering new music, because there's a lot of the, all of it's new music there. Um, yeah. It's not anything you've heard on the radio or heard on Spotify, probably. I'm new to you. Some of it's older, like some of the videos. Some of the stuff, videos but... are older, um, but it's new to you. It's it's something that hasn't been uh, beaten to death and commercialized. So yeah. people are very happy. Go to newmusicnation.ca and check out the videos. Make comments on the video. Share the video. Yeah. Check uh, out RT, the YouTube. My, uh, my tweets and stuff. What's the... Uh, I'm just trying to figure out what the... If people want to find it. There's a channel on YouTube as well. You can yeah, type in New you Music can't, Nation. You can't get a uh, personalized URL unless you've been... Unless you have 100 subscribers and you've been 000? on for 30 days. Oh, 100 subscribers and 30 days? Yeah, so we're well past 100 subscribers. Certainly. But, but we're still within that er, that 30 days. Seems like it should be either pocket. or, don't you? Yeah, I think Ugh. it should be either or, but it's not, and they don't care what we think. Of course not. Um, so but what you else? can search what, it. What other you can topics can you subscribe it. So I've been through a harrowing few days with my dog being, uh, with my dog. Uh, oh, Nora, yes. Little Jonesy, Nora Jones, the uh, border Aussie. She, uh... We had just finally, we had finally reopened after eight months of being stuck in the house, uh, our hair salon on Friday. And, uh, you know, we were up, we were excited up at 5.30, I think. And uh, we got to the salon and everything was open and it was fabulous. And I'm running around doing stuff and we got our employees back and business is fantastic, as you might uh, be able to assume with the backlog of clients that we've had. And so we're running around, we're doing lots of stuff. I think you and I got out in the afternoon to shoot some stuff as well. And then, uh, you know, about 15, it's about a 15 hour day all told. So we finally get back together at the end of the day. We're in the backyard, just about to go to sleep. It's about midnight, 1230, having a cigarette, uh, just about to go to sleep. I look, Jonesy, I look over, Jonesy's got her face kind of stuck out the, the door and I can tell she's got her eye on something. And before I realize it, she bolts as fast as she can to the back of the fence in our backyard. And I look over and I go, oh, no. And I hear I hear kind of like a, a, a commotion of some sort. And I look little black thing with a white stripe. God damn it. If it isn't a skunk. So she gets fucking sprayed in her pretty little face. And then in a fit of whatever, I don't know, anxiety, she decides to bolt 
back into the house after getting sprayed in the face by this skunk before we realize any of this happened. Like, we look over. I say, oh, shit. I see her running back into the house in slow motion. Then the stink hits us. Then we realize she's downstairs. She's foaming at the mouth. She's shaking. She, can, she can't get up over under her own power. We're freaking the fuck out. She runs downstairs, starts to rub her face in, in the carpet downstairs where I am right now, which still pretty much fucking reeks. So I'm glad this is a short, a short episode today. And, uh, and so Jada grabs her. She brings her upstairs. I couldn't go downstairs. Like I was hit with a wall of stink so bad it caused me to physically stop in my track. So my wife being clearly the breadwinner and the man of the house went downstairs to grab Jonesy, grabbed her, brought her upstairs, put her in the tub. We washed her down. And I got to tell you, it's no fun, man. I don't know if you've been there before. Oh, yes. My but... border collie bandit. May she rest in peace. She, she, uh, in she always wanted to befriend every animal. So oh, yes. She befriend ran up is... to, to the skunk and we're like, no, bandit, no. And bandit, yeah. bandit gets sprayed. And then exactly. bandit turns, turns away, like shakes her head, turns away, looks back at the skunk like that was really neat. How did you it do can't... that? Let's see you do it again. Oh, and no. goes back and gets a second spray. Oh, no. And then I didn't comes know that... in and rubs oh. her face all over the walls. Yeah, yeah. That's not an easy stink to get out. So I'm on the phone with a guy. You ever heard of something called an ozonator? Uh, yeah, I saw that movie. It was Schwarzenegger. It was 86. <laughs> it's basically the same thing. These things kind of look like fog machines. But they're purported to shoot uh, ozone, which is O3. So O2, highly stable. O3, highly unstable. So the unstable nature of the O3 particle is such that it, it is purported to bind to the, the thiols or the stink molecules in the uh, couches and the walls and everywhere else and neutralize them because that third molecule on the ozone or the O3 chain wants to jump. So when it jumps, it jumps to the stink molecule because it loves organic material and then it's meant to neutralize it. This, sounds, this sounds like a whole lot of nonsense. I, I hope it worked. Because it sounds like a whole lot of nonsense. It worked. It worked, but it he's got to come. It worked to an extent because it was it's still really bad in the basement. But the problem is it smells down here because when Jonesy came back down and rubbed her face in the area rug next to the couch, the couch got it. And the couch is mo like the cushions are feather like they're down cushions. So the cushions themselves and the cushion covers, I've gotten the cushion covers in the wash. I probably washed them four or five times. It's mostly gone out of that, but the down, the feathers in the cushions no, still they're smell. Screwed. You can't get smell out of feathers. Ask a pigeon. <laughs> so the guy's coming back tomorrow to take all of the cushions and see what he can do with them because now, okay, I, paid about, a f what, I paid this guy a fortune to do this. Too, what so. about what's more important? How did you, how was the dog? How's, how's Jonesy's face? She's fine in the eyes and stuff like that. She didn't that really. Stuff. Luckily, she got it mostly on her bib and like around the side. Her eyes, luckily, were completely fine. Like she didn't even they didn't even go red or anything. So we're thankful for that. We threw her. We, we threw her in the tub. We probably should have taken her outside, but we threw her in the tub. And the emergency vet told us for seventy five dollars U.S. no less. And this inf this we were panicking and this information was readily available on the Internet. So I will take the hit on that one. But for seventy five dollars U.S., she told us she'll be OK. 
which was, I guess, reassuring. But here, what you want to do is you want to mix a quart of peroxide, a quarter cup of baking soda, and a few squirts of dish soap or hand soap, and then rub that into her fur because the thiols can um, seep into the skin because the skunk spray is oil-based. So if it gets into her skin, it's really hard to get out. So get her into the tub and do that. So we did that a few times. Being, being uh, hair salon owners, you happen to have peroxide around. Yeah, yeah. Most people don't have peroxide hanging. I did have to make a trip to the twenty-four hour. uh, uh, We have it at the salon, but I went to the I went to shoppers and grabbed, grabbed all that stuff. Uh, I got four bottles of peroxide, so we got it into her. We had we did have some lying around though, but we ran out pretty quickly um, because we were doing it a lot. So we we probably went through three or four applications of it while we were. uh, You know, this is one o'clock in the morning. It's been a fifteen-hour day, and we're dealing with this shit. First day back at the salon. Um, so we're doing that and obviously we didn't sleep very well because the whole house reeked, uh, of this skunk odor. Uh, but Jonesy, uh, honestly, like after we bathed her, didn't even skip a beat. Like it's totally fine. Happy as a clam, happy to have gotten the bath or whatever. I took her for a skunk bath at the, at the groomer the next day. And she seemed even happier after that. Uh, it's still a little bit there. I imagine it, it'll take maybe a couple more applications of this stuff or just time is going to take care of the it, remainder it, of trust it. Trust me, it's time. Yeah. Um, and also you go a bit nose blind after a while. Yeah, I hope it's, so. It's a saving grace, but you'll yeah. go a bit nose blind after a while. Right. And uh, right. But uh, anyone who comes in, uh, they're going to recognize that your place pretty, stinks. Pretty um, quick, yeah. I had uh, a problem that Bandit uh, did it a, a, a late at night as well yeah and i didn't have they Any at the it. time they said use tomato juice that's bullshit use, use tomato juice is what they said yeah and so i didn't have tomato juice i had tomato paste so i made <laughs> tomato <laughs> juice out of tomato paste you watered it down basically yeah and then washed her with the the tomato paste and you know border collies are black and white well right. she was black and pink for quite oh, a no. while Oh man, that's hilarious! Yeah, she was her white stuff went went red, then pink. Yeah. Um, well, the peroxide did a little bit of a of a of a lightening around Jonesy's uh, uh, ears and stuff like that. So, isn't that amazing? Look- you you uh, you give hair color changes at the salon. You <laughs> even give one to your dog. Apparently, yeah, mi- uh, haphazardly, nonetheless. But here we are. So here we are. I don't know. Like this guy came over. He ran the he ran the ozonator for twenty four hours, one on each floor, and I would say that it you don't get the wall of stink that you did that I did before walking in and out of the house. Like it's gone. It's pretty much gone on the main floor and in the on the third floor. But there's a lot of stuff that's still like we're going through and finding the stink in certain spots where it's like oh shit our jackets oh shit our this or that or whatever right this pillow that pillow i took off all the covers off of everything washed them two or three times the bed sheets like it's even in it's like in the mattresses you know what i mean like it gets deep down so There's, i don't there are chemicals chemical sprays you can use to help uh neutralize that right you should you should look into that at your local pet store or at the vet has the best stuff yeah, that has the real stuff, but there's yeah. stuff at pet stores that are it's anti skunk spray okay. and uh, stuff you can throw uh, your laundry in with. Right. We've so, been just like dumping a ton of baking soda in all of our laundry and running with oxy tied with oxy clean. Here's a plug um, if you want to support the podcast. Uh, but uh, it seems to be working. Uh, most of it's getting out. And once you get it out of the fabrics, like it 
definitely neutralizes it and a scented candle like it's pretty much back to normal it's just the basement is so bad because i don't have anywhere to put these pillows i fear for the fucking life of god i don't have to replace this couch because i don't want to have to buy another couch anytime soon and no one's gonna buy a fucking skunky couch so the guy said he'd come back take the pillows and do his like hardcore cleaning on it and bring them back because i and for free too because like again like i paid a fortune for this ozonation thing that's and, never that's never coming out of your couch uh, well, your couch is fabric yeah it's never coming out of your couch uh, start looking for leon's no pay don't pay a cent event fuck all right it's not well, coming out of your fabric it gets in there it ain't coming out it'll lessen and it'll go down but anytime you decide to sit on the couch and it, you know when you sit and it makes that little poof of air yeah it'll yeah. come up but it'll come up at you. if you're trying to lie down on the couch to watch tv it's yeah. gonna stink so uh Ugh. Start thinking about, uh, there's always sales on from these uh, furniture places. Start thinking about where you're going to get another couch. Cause, and you know that one, the, the way people are in this city, city and the way things are so expensive, you yeah. can go on like Kijiji and say, couch, slightly skunked, but give it a low price. People will come take it off your hands. It's thinking they can de-stinkify it. Yeah, and, and, and you have a clean conscience that yeah. you told them off the bat. But yeah, that ain't, I hate to tell you, that yeah, you don't ain't coming out. You don't happen to be in the market for a slightly skunked. <laughs> yeah, after hearing that story, yeah, no. sure I am. Yeah, right. Is okay. anybody listening? There's people yeah. with all kinds of fetishes out there. Yeah, you want a skunky? Somebody might have a skunk smell fetish. You want a skunky sectional? We got one downstairs. It's yours. Fifty bucks. No, wait, no, five hundred bucks. It was really expensive. I'm really bummed out because it was a really expensive couch. So fuck well, me. Well, this and... is what happens when you have <laughs> pets. Fool and his money soon parted, I guess. I mean, you but, can uh... wait and see if I'm wrong, but people are still waiting to find out if I'm wrong about lots of things that I was right about. So the guy, the guy's been in business for this company. It's called, I believe, uh, uh, Royal Cleaners or something like that. Uh, I can't remember exactly what it is. But Mohammed over there, he said, "Look, I, you know, I want to see a smile on your face. You paid this money. Like, we're going to get the stink out no matter what. I promise you. That's like our guarantee. So he's like super awesome. He's not just like, nope, too bad. Goodbye. You know what I mean? So I have faith that he'll be able to do it. He works. He's got contracts all over the city with the, with hotels and all these places. So if anybody's going to be able to get the stink out. How many hotels have skunks in them? Well, how many hotels generally stink really bad after a long period of time with people coming in and out. That's Who's... easier to get rid of than skunk. I'm going to say, I, I know that there's at least one hotel that has skunk smell in it, and it's the one that we stayed at after we had the guy come over and do the they ozone treatment. They must have you when you were checking in. <laughs> Thank like, God oh, for online. Oh, it's these Thank people. God. Thank God for online. It was dog friendly, so we took her, we took her there and uh, ordered a little room service, and, you know, we made lemons. Or wait, sorry. We had lemons. <laughs> you made le no, I le out of lemon. Lemons. What's the expression? You make lemon. Give, give, life gives you lemons. Make we made, lemonade. We made lemonade. Yes, that's what we did. All right. Any other topics in the news? I got a couple of funny uh, headlines, but uh, how much time do we have here? We got eight minutes. Okay. A uh, new diet tool forces your mouth shut with magnets. <laughs> 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 Come on, how is that supposed to work? Uh, well, this is an article uh, by someone named Ail Kaupila. I'm probably butchering that from od.com. Uh, and it reads, UK researchers working together with University of Otago from New Zealand 
have developed a new kind of weight loss device. Supposedly, it's easy to lose weight when you literally can't eat. The, the Dental Slim Diet Control, as the device is called, consists basically of a couple strong magnets. Once a dentist locks them to your back teeth, you won't be gorging yourself since you can barely open your mouth at all. It is fitted by a dentist, can be released by the user in case of emergency, and can be repeatedly fitted and removed, said Professor Paul Brunton, lead researcher of the Dentist Slim and Pro Vice Chancellor. It allows the wearer to open their mouths only about two millimeters, restricting them to a liquid diet, but it allows free speech and doesn't restrict breathing. So, yeah, if you ever want to allow free speech, if your mouth doesn't get to open, I, I and <laughs> not only that, but you know, you're not going to be providing any oral sex anytime soon with that. Going on. Pretty much goes right out the window. You can still yeah. receive. On the bright side, though, you can still receive it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Doesn't really that. hamper your ability to. There's yeah. that. But when you can't reciprocate, the chances are you're not going to get any yourself. Um, that is that is an insane, <laughs> insane plan. Also, don't put your credit cards anywhere near your cheek. Seriously. Yeah. Can you imagine walking in and like stuff starts flying off, like metal <laughs> forks and knives? And have, might have a tough your teeth. Might have a tough time at the airport going through security. You're yeah, stuck to explain the... to them. No, no, I'm, I'm a fat pig and my uh, stuck, stuck I, I to have, the uh, of the magnets in metal. my mouth. Sure, you yeah. do. Go over there and get, yeah. ask the guy for the glove. <laughs> oh, That's man. the only oral uh, or uh, action you'll be getting below the belt. I just picture, I just picture people going through the metal detector and getting stuck to the side of it, like they can't get out of it. What if they get stuck to their car? Well, I guess they'd probably have to call nine one one. I guess phones aren't affected by magnets. Are they not? I don't know. That would be hilarious. Like it, would, it might actually be a useful tool. People who are obsessed with their phones, they can just stick them to the side of their head so they don't lose them. Now that would be useful. I mean, you might see you might see a, a decrease in obesity, but you would definitely see an increase in brain tumors. So, what is the other story? So, here's the other one I got. Uh, I don't know which one I've. Uh, you said you had two stories. I got two. We have one. Okay, My here's the second one. You should know have, the second one. Well, I have three, but I'm just trying to figure out which second one. Okay, this one I think is kind of funny. Junkie pee is turning trout into meth heads. <laughs> Junkies are peeing into. Is it into the into the like into lakes and streams or into like toilets? So, are, okay. So, a new study published in the Journal of Experimental Biology has found that trout can become addicted to methamphetamines, and they don't need to get their fix from seedy dealers behind a gas station. They're literally literally swimming around in their drug of choice. Uh, our results suggest that emission of illicit drugs—I love that they call it emission of illicit drugs into freshwater ecosystems causes addiction in fish and modifies habitat preferences. How does they it get there, the, though? The research the scientists suggest several both individual and population is a preference for... How does it get there? How do you wind up with so much junky pee in a freshwater lake the answer that is to going to affect the fish? Meth gets into water through the pee and poo of human drug dealers. I'm sorry, drug users. So what? They're, I, so they're dumping our sewage into fresh water so when I mean, a that's, a, that's a larger concern this is supposed me. to this is from this is something that's happening in eastern europe where, uh, where methamphetamine users are there is also methamphetamine pollution of fresh waters when a meth addict uses the toilet the drugs in their system pass into sewage into the sewage sure the garbage water goes through a treatment plant but they're not designed to remove prescription drug drug contamination so the meth the meth slips through 
imagine just the, seeing uh seeing fish missing some teeth yeah yeah offering to give you a head for five bucks digging a hole yeah <laughs> that would be inexplicably breaking bad a whole new thing starring yeah. fish yeah 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 exactly well, that's a weird story that is a weird story that's why it caught my attention that's the like one... the story that uh we only got a couple of minutes here did we talk about this last week What's that? Uh, oh, we didn't do a show last week. We didn't week, do last no. week. We pro- should probably apologize for ghosting on the audience last week. Sorry. Well, anyway, the New York Board of Health released a study <laughs> that says that um, uh, you cannot get COVID from giving rim jobs. Oh, that's good. You cannot get COVID from fecal matter. Dodge that bullet. Um, but I, I think you should be concerned about your tongue coming in contact with fecal matter. You might be able to. You could probably get some other stuff. You probably don't want. Yeah, like if you know if if you're engaging in rim job with somebody who's not very hygienic, right. um, COVID may be the least of your concerns. Dysentery <laughs> would probably be number one on the list. The croup. Yeah. Um, obviously, the you know you you're you're not exactly a health nut if you're jamming your tongue in someone's dirty hole. Right. Um, but I thought it was interesting that. An official government agency put out a, a don't worry, don't worry, do rim jobs. A public service don't announcement. Don't Tongue is ass. <laughs> oh, man. Very weird. All right. I got a third. Um, is that it? I got a third one here. Are we quick, done? quick, quick. Okay. Man who robbed taco truck with water gun gets life sentence commuted after 40 years. <laughs> 40 years is a life sentence. <laughs> what is he? He gets out now. What is he? 80? Poor bastard. In, in, in 81, Castell, now 70, robs Senor Bob's Taco Hut in Port Smith. During the robbery, he waved a toy water gun at then 17-year-old cashier Dennis Schlutterman. Castell made, it, made off with $264. He didn't enjoy the money for too long, though. He was soon caught and tried. He got a life sentence for that. What? Where the fuck was this? Where well, if, if you use the threat of a firearm, it is considered uh, much the same as using a firearm. We're talking a water gun, though. Yeah, well, did it, did it like look it's like cl- a water gun or did it look like cl- a regular gun? It looks like a cartoon. Like it's, I'm looking at a photo of it here, and it's like bright orange with like the water tank kind of looks like an okay, eggplant. I don't, I first of all, I don't know why the guy gave him money. Yeah. Like, squ- squirt me. What do, unless the guy... 17... Unless the guy urinated into the water gun. Um, oh, full circle. Maybe you should do that. Keep a water gun with uh, with, with your with your piss in it. And if somebody cuts you off in the drive in the drive through, just uh, walk up and say, check no, this out. No, I think I can get I can get away with actually peeing on them. But using a gun, it makes it seem more violent. It's far more aggressive. Unless it's a comical type water gun like this. It's still it's <laughs> you're still shooting piss at someone. They give All you right. the electric chair. Uh, it's time for us to go, and we'll have a full-size show next week. Anthony yeah. is not on social media. I'm no. at Ed the Sock on Twitter, Ed underscore the underscore Sock on Instagram. Check out newmusicnation.ca uh, for all of our videos. People are really enjoying them. You will, too. And that's it. We'll be back again next week on Ed the Sock Lives. Thank you, Anthony. Thanks. At some point, we're going to get to your emails, and uh, if you need me, I'll be uh, wandering around the, uh, the vet's office trying to find some uh, de-skunking spray. Yeah, he'll be the guy. All right. Um, We'll see you next week.